This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Obviously, I think myself and Jack were quite optimistic to get him back a little bit sooner than we probably should. And he's had a setback, which is going to probably put him back at least a couple of weeks um so we'll 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 see how he is but it's unlikely he'll be back for a few weeks that's for sure and he was really good in training but he couldn't tolerate the 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 loading it's a loading injury and we we have to deload him um over the next couple of weeks and uh and get him back from there I mean the one thing that we're all good about is that we know it's not a long-term injury and he will be back but we, we, and Jack included in this, we, we probably pushed him back a little bit too quickly. He wanted to get back, we wanted him to get back, and he had a little setback. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. This is the Something for the Weekend show. Joining me to uh, set you up for... uh, It's going to be a double, isn't it, over Liverpool? Mr Chris Bird. Hello. So this is a quick... uh, We'll do the Villa Minute first of all and then catch up on anything that's happened. Although, to be honest, the uh, the full show, which you should have listened to, if you haven't uh, yet, get on it. Uh, Episode 142 pretty much covered all the news and everything that's happened uh, since... Uh, I also just had a uh, fan consultation group meeting with Aston Villa, which uh, I'll talk a little bit about, but uh, wait for the official uh, notes to come out, and then I'll discuss it a bit more in the uh, next uh, main show. Right, shall we uh, get into the Villa Minute? We shall. Three, two, one, go. Villa went into their Easter Sunday clash with relegation battlers Fulham, needing some inspiration to get the season back on track. Cue Superjack's big return. Cue Tumbleweed. It was later announced his dodgy shins were playing up again. For the first 70 minutes, it's like taking a step back to the dark days of grim anti-football under Lambert, where they failed to register a shot on target. Fulham are the better side in a rather 
uneventful and uninspiring first half before Mitrovic gives them the lead after a Ming's error. Super subs of the order of the Easter weekend as our son, Trezeguet, comes off the bench to perform a Trezerection. Two goals in three minutes and suddenly Villa are on their way to their first comeback win of the season. Watkins adds the third after great work out wide by Traore to seal the victory, keeping Fulham's head firmly pressed down in the bottom three. Villa are now back to ninth in the table and jump above Arsenal and leads once again. Next up, Anfield for the return game against Liverpool, with the Scousers looking to avenge their season-ending 7-2 massacre at the hands of Villa. Although, to be honest with you, it should have been double figures. Okay, the 7-2. <laughs> Speaking of Liverpool, they, they came a bit of a cropper against Real Madrid. Uh, I don't know, I was trying to work out which way you want that tie to go. Uh, I think I would have liked to, Liverpool to have been maybe one goal down if they were going yeah. to get beat. Just to I was keep hoping it would be 2-1 and keep Liverpool in the game so they've, they've got to concentrate on that second leg. Yeah, because... Anfield without the crowd, it doesn't have that magic where they can perform miracles, I don't think. And neither does the Bernabeu. I don't know if you saw that game. It was played at Real Madrid's training ground, wasn't it? At the yeah, B-team yeah. stadium or something. I think they were just winding Liverpool up. Uh, <laughs> but no, in terms of, uh, I mean, we saw it with the Barcelona game. Uh, Liverpool can, out of any team probably in Europe, pull it out of the bag. And uh, But you need the cup and all that whole... Uh, atmosphere I, I can't see them doing uh, this one to be honest especially the way Liverpool have been uh, performing so I don't know it's an interesting one do they just think well we might in the back of their minds we might have blown that one so let's just at least try to consolidate and try to get in that top four or are they down so much that we come to town somehow beat them and then uh, that really you know rattles them for the rest of the season hmm. I, th- I think they'll 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 see that they're just about still in the tie uh, I think yeah, Villa can go there with their heads held high after you know getting a couple of monkeys off their back as well after, against Fulham. So it should be an interesting one. It's, it's probably two teams who frankly aren't in the best of form either way. Yeah, and uh, you know I take heart historically from uh, the game last season uh, without Grealish when suddenly he, he wasn't on the team. Yeah, show. he played well, and that was Liverpool at their very best as well. Even though we lost and were sucker punched at the end, I actually thought, oh, actually we did really well here. We we were it's probably the the best performance by Villa without Grealish uh, that I've seen in terms of uh, since he's you know been declared the one man team. Yeah, we did really well that day. And I think we're a better team now. We've got better personnel. So uh, they might rise to the occasion. It's, uh, again, uh, you know, it's, it's it's still odd to this day talking about football when you haven't got the parameters of the crowd in and uh, how that kind of affects the game. But uh, yeah, absolutely. we shall see. Uh, in terms of, uh, I mean, Smith was, I think, obviously, I think he was quite relieved about the Fulham uh, situation Finally, his substitutes uh, actually had some impact. As he said, they've always spoken about uh, substitutes have to do better than the players that came off. And both Trezeguet and Davis uh, certainly did that. Well, they changed the game. They did really well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if uh, either or starts uh, against Liverpool. I think there's a case, well, probably for both actually to start. Uh, and maybe a, a, a slight change of shape. Perhaps. Grealish is definitely out. Finally, you know, Smith has put his cards on the table uh, about that one. But as I said, I, I take heart from that game last season against them. And, uh, you know, we've we've seen uh, they're not the force this season that they were last season. So uh, Villa, if they go with a positive mindset and, you know, have a go, get the first goal. And uh, I think we'll be uh, looking good. There's no reason why we can't because we've showed we can hold teams at arm's length defensively. It's just whether we've got that knockout blow attacking-wise and their back four are there to be got at, frankly. We've just got to be brave 
Yeah, the big difference uh, in that Fulham nine minutes, and and we have to boil it down to those nine minutes, was there was there was a lot of conviction in those, those assists were the key bits for me. The conviction in those assists, it was right, like urgency, rude, yeah, from Mings's urgency for redemption to Davis's like oh, let's just fucking drive at them, let's go, and he he won the ball back. He, he was desperate to win that ball back, and then uh, Truro, you know. Getting in an area where his trickery can hurt teams, and this is this is where we need to be at. That's what we've been missing. And uh, if we can get that kind of uh, intensity and that desire, and you know, these are just basic qualities, aren't they? Yeah, and it's, it's stuff we've shown we can do before. We've just got to get back to doing it regularly. It's a level of consistency again. Because when you know when those assists and goals were going in, it was it was like being taken back in time to the start of the season, and suddenly it wasn't a surprise it was happening because we know it's in the locker. And they were very clinical as well. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I mentioned uh, just before the show, I was on a, uh, a Villa fan consultation group meeting, essentially catching up, talking about the ballots for the uh, Chelsea game, if that happens. I think the indication is, uh, you know, these looks like there's positive strides and I think it potentially will happen. So that will be a, a ballot uh, between the season ticket holders, but uh, more of that news uh, will come out. Uh, also, Villa's financial results come out, which you'll see the, the first period of uh, the COVID situation. I mean, the club said there's no, no real surprises there or anything. Obviously, you're going to expect a, uh, a shortfall and uh, a loss as most clubs have been registering for the uh, for the year because of match day revenue and certain commercial uh, revenue uh, deficiencies and also uh, the old uh, TV rights uh, rebate as well. Uh, other news, uh, and you know, I'm not going to go into too much detail here because it will come out in the notes when it's all signed off, but uh, it looks like there's going to be an improvement in Wi-Fi, people. Oh, now that's if, the news people want to hear. <laughs> Dan Rogers will be pleased. If 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 he's on EE, he'll be pleased. He'll have to switch to EE if he has he has. I might get a burner phone on EE just for Villa Park, just to access. <laughs> just when but, you get bored at games, <laughs> but apparently it's uh, going to be good. So they're they're kind of looking forward to testing it with uh, obviously a, a capacity uh, Villa Park. But I think uh, there's there's also uh, looking at other providers. I think there's one lined up. Uh, we also discuss thing, you know, like uh, how uh, if there's there is the vaccine passport how that will work and you know this is a kind of a they're going through all the possibilities uh, and the logistics of it so uh obviously they have to wait to see what the government rolls out as the uh, the protocol at the time and we also had a discussion about uh the situation about you know racism and uh, hatred uh, across the uh, well ac- across social media in general, but also the Villa channels as well, and how to uh, tackle that and address that. But anyway, I think that's it really. I mean, this has uh, been a quick, short, sharp show. Well, it's been radio silence from Villa pretty much all week, hasn't it? Bar highlight throwbacks, they've kept their cards very close to their chest this week. Well, I think it's just preparation. You know, you've got like financial results, uh, yeah. and then obviously the Liverpool game, which would be fantastic if we can double Liverpool, as we said at the start of the show. Well, I think it it would it would give a real feeling of the season's back alive if you can get a win there. All of a sudden, it would make the table look a bit more interesting and give it a bit of momentum. Yeah, and I think even if the the season ended tomorrow, the fact that you double Liverpool. Uh, and Arsenal in the same season, uh, jobs are good. And <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, who else? We could do Everton, but who gives a shit? I think you know those are the only two. <laughs> 
the only two main scalps that we can double now because Manchester United. I do, I do still City, want to beat Manu at home, though. Oh yeah, I mean any win against Manchester United like gold dust. So uh, that goes without saying. But the Liverpool and Arsenal, uh, in terms of uh, you end the season and you look back and you go right, we're starting this season, the new season. We've got a couple more players in. We're looking like much better but also mentally we know we can beat these teams because we beat you know these alleged top four teams home and away so uh you know let's let's go for it we're on a different level in mindset and expectation and uh ambition so uh until we lo- lose our first game and then people go yeah but two seasons ago we almost got relegated yeah <laughs> context <laughs> and then Grealish hears it and goes right I'm off see you later just to plug the My Old Man Said website I put out a piece about Grealish and why he's uh, not going I should just read that out as a podcast really <laughs> Do it, but do m- mums for the record. You know, make a case. I mean, it's a uh, let's say it's. I mean, I've done this before, and he and he's never left. I've done it. I've wrote these articles about Grealish. He isn't going to leave when everybody else is. Uh, I remember this, there was an article saying he's off to Spurs for fifteen million, and uh, Stan Collymore uh, retweeted it and goes, "He goes with our blessings to a great club, and you know, we wish him all well." And we're like, "No, we fucking don't." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Fifteen million off to Spurs. We wish him well. You know, what planet are you on? This isn't lost yet. It's not over until it's over. It's a wonderful thing about football. It's has always has. It's like a scorpion has a sting in the tail. The club thought uh, they weren't getting promoted in the season. They got promoted. Nobody did. Uh, but you know, I, I remember telling them. Like I think I've said it before. When we had to arrange a meeting with Perslow, I said, "No, I want it. It'd be better at the end of the season when we know what division we're, we're in. Because even though we're all sitting around the table now, so thinking we're not going to be in the Premier League, you never know. And the same with the Grealish thing. It's like I know we're going into administration. I know." We've got a crazy, <laughs> useless owner, but you just got to just stall them for time. I know we have got to do a fire sale, and we've got to throw Grealish onto the bonfire to get some any any money to pay the tax bill. But just stall them, keep them at the door, and see if we can pull some miracles out of our ass. And we did. <laughs> And Grealish is still here. And he was here when I wrote the thing about he's not going to Manchester United over a year ago, when everybody else was saying he'd gone, he'd signed up, he'd bought a house, etc. I was on the radio and said he wasn't going anywhere, and we we explained why, and then even they agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that. When you think about it, actually, oh, it actually makes sense. So, yeah, these things just apply common sense because this is a state of paranoia. And by the way, Grealish has been injured for all, you know, it's coming up to two months now. And uh, just read the article where I look at his percentages of appearances. Ollie Watkins' average in the championship over three seasons before we bought him, 96%. And Dean Smith said in an interview they did due diligence on him because they wanted a player who would play and be reliable. You look at Grealish's, uh, when, and when he came to prominence, was playing first-team football for Villa. It was the championship, wasn't it? He was, he was, he was a regular. Yeah. Average across three championship seasons, 64%. That's over 30% less than Watkins. So, you know, Manchester City would, are doing due diligence if they are indeed interested in him. And, you know, they're going to pause for a moment there because last season in the Premier League, uh, 36 out of 38, that's the first proper season he's done because this season he misses a couple more games his percentage of appearances this season will drop to those kind of championship records sick note Grealish eh? something for the weekend <laughs> yeah something for the weekend but no uh, there's a lot more just check out the article and uh, if you have any uh, opinions about it just uh, leave me a comment because it's uh, 
It's an interesting discussion point. Yeah, because you look at Manchester United and the losses and, you know, their uh, Woodward coming out and saying this is a once in a century uh, kind of crisis. So you're thinking, are they really, Man United really going around spending 100 million on players? Don't think so. Can't see it. People forget about logic. They just think, oh, Manchester United, Manchester City can buy who they want. But no, not necessarily. Anyway, let's uh, get out of here. This has been uh, something for the weekend. To get the real Mayo Manset experience, uh, just listen to show episode 142. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll speak to you at the start of next week. Until then, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.